0: Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends Podcast. You know, Eric Clapton proclaimed this Oklahoma music maker as one of the single most important figures in rock history. This is J.J. Cale. Stand by for the story. John Weldon Kale, while born in Oklahoma City in 1938, grew up in Tulsa. He put together money and bought his first guitar when he was 10. His first music influence was the western swing sounds of Bob and Johnny Lee Wills, who owned the Tulsa music scene at the time. As a youngster, he was intrigued by the process of record recording, so he built a small recording studio in his family home. His interest and knowledge of recording engineering would play an important part in his later studio albums. John grew up in an incredible and fabulous time in Tulsa music. With a number of clubs and bands with whom to perform and where to perform, no age limit on who could play on stage, a musician could learn his craft seven days a week on stages in front of audiences who loved the new rock and roll sound, all while still attending high school. He played alongside some of Tulsa's best musicians during the beginning of the rock and roll era. Among these young standout players at the time were Leon Russell, David Gates, Carl Radle, Chuck Blackwell, Leo Feathers, Jimmy Karsten, Tommy Tribblehorn, David Teagarden, Jack Dunham, and others. All played together in bands and some fronted their own bands during this amazing time in Tulsa music. Many like himself would later become music legends. After graduating high school, he traveled out to Nashville where he became a member of the Grand Ole Opera's touring company. A couple of years later, he returned back to Tulsa and picked up right where he had started, playing his special brand of guitar in area clubs. At Leon Russell's urging, Cale traveled out to Los Angeles, where Leon helped him to find session work in paying gigs in L.A. and giving him a place to live. You see, by this time, Leon's star was rising. He was a high demand recording session player. A ranger, songwriter, and performer. He purchased a large home in the Hollywood Hills where he installed his own personal recording studio. Here, Leon had a welcome, open-door policy for almost any wayfaring Tulsa musician who needed a place to stay while in L.A. or a place they could stay until they got established. It is said, Cale changed his name to J.J. after it was suggested to him by the owner of the Whiskey-A-Go-Go Club. Elmer Valentine. The club owner didn't want him to be confused with rocker John Cale of the Velvet Underground. The club owner also thought JJ would look cool on his marquee. From that time forward, John Cale would be known professionally as JJ Kale. Tommy Treblehorn, another Tulsa legendary musician and yes, Jeannie Treblehorn's father, tells this story. When he was playing guitar on the Gary Lewis and the Playboys tour, and on breaks, staying out at Leon's house, he and Tulsa legendary bass player Carl Radel would return to Leon's Skyline Drive house at 2 or 3 in the morning to find Kale in Leon's studio writing new music at Leon's Grand Piano. He said he could remember him working on After Midnight at Leon's mixing board during one of these late-night sessions. He said Kale's phenomenal, and he's a cool dude. While living in L.A., Cale cut a vinyl 45 demo of After Midnight, had some of them pressed, and gave them out to some of his Tulsa musician friends. There are two takeaways I'd like for you to remember from this little story, Carl Radle and Cale's song, After Midnight. He found little success as a recording artist out in L.A., and between playing at the Go-Go and doing sound engineering recording work, he was unable to earn enough money to live, so he sold his guitar, gave it up, and returned to Tulsa. Dale Shipman of the Shipman Brothers Band shared this story. In 68 or 69, a guy who just came in one night and asked could he set in with our band. His name was J.J. Kale, but we knew him as Johnny Kale. He told us he'd been out in California writing some songs and he wanted to play in a band again, to get his fingers in shape. He was more than welcome on our stage. He would sit on a bar stool, play his guitar, but he refused to sing. He played with us every night for three or four months. Then one night, Shipman said he just didn't show up. He disappeared. We found out later Eric Clapton had released J.J.'s song After Midnight on his debut album. Now here's the backstory: Carl Radle was playing bass During the Clapton recording session, he suggested to Eric to take a listen to Kale's demo of After Midnight. Eric loved the tune, and well, you know how that turned out. On Clapton's debut album, After Midnight charted well, reaching number 20 on the charts. In interviews afterwards, Kale said the first time he'd heard the song, you know, on the radio, he said, Oh boy, I'm a songwriter now, not an engineer or an elevator operator. I read another interview where Cale was asked, what was it like to have a hit song? To which he replied, it's like striking oil in your own backyard. Cale played and recorded all his songs, sometimes mixing the recording and playing multiple instruments. Many of his songs were covered by Tom Petty, Carlos Santana, Johnny Cash, the Allman Brothers, Leonard Skinner, the band, and of course, Eric Clapton, as well as others. Cale never became a household name. He recorded solo albums, but the best appearance on the charts for solo performance was in 1972 for his song, Crazy Mama, which charted 22. In 1977, Clapton recorded Cale's song, Cocaine, which became an anthem for Clapton. With that record came large royalties, which Cale used for living and more experimental recordings. Clapton said that J.J. was a big influence on how he grew as a guitar player. Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits and Neil Young said J.J., was a big influence on them. Neil Young wrote in his autobiography he considered Jimi Hendrix and J.J. Cale J. the very best electric guitar players he had ever heard. The 2006 album he did with Clapton, The Road to Escondido, won both acclaim and a Grammy for Best Contemporary Blues Album. Cale said of the award, however, he might put it on the mantle, but he'll probably just leave it in the box. Cale never sought the limelight. He was happy to be in the background, write his songs, or be in the studio recording, experimenting, pushing the limits of his studio talents. While he did an annual tour to promote an album through the 80s, he never considered himself a performer, but rather a musician. J.J. became a recluse of sorts. He had moved to a home outside of Nashville to write, record, and, and do some sessions work. He said it was important enough to him to be far enough outside of Nashville to discourage drop-by visitors. Later, he sold nearly everything, bought a large, new, shiny Airstream travel trailer, set it up in a trailer park outside of San Diego with no phone disappearing for years. Once asked how he spent the 80s, he said mowing the lawn, listening to Van Halen and rap. While his solo albums didn't get much sales traction, They were considered big successes, critically and revolutionary by his peers. Two of his more recognizable songs were covered by Clapton, After Midnight, and of course his anthem, Cocaine. Leonard Skinner recorded They Call Me the Breeze, as did Johnny Cash and Bobby Bear. Crazy Mama, a hit personally for Cale, was covered by Johnny Rivers and the band. He did come back out and play and perform on occasion until his death in 2013. Once in an interview, he said, if someone came to me and said, we play polka music and we need a guitar player tonight, I'd play polka. Because, he said, I was a musician. Eric Clapton said of J.J., he was a fantastic musician and he was my hero. This Oklahoma music maker was a legendary musician. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Tell your friends they can find us on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, google play and now on spotify also on our website oklahomamusiclegends.com just click on the podcast link and while you're there you can choose from all of our podcasts look at our growing picture gallery please like our oklahoma music legends facebook page for oklahoma music legends i'm tommy henshaw thanks for listening